Welcome to the Garlic Boys. One shot. If you have the shot, take it. And if you have the garlic bread, bake it with extra garlic than the recipe says. Uh, joining me this week, me as in Matthew Houks. Joining me this week is Connor O'Connor. I am a gummy bear. I am a gummy bear. I am a yummy, yummy gummy bear. Whoa. <laughs> We also have Corey, a.k.a. Vaptor-like Raptor. I have a lot on my mind. And in it. We also have Mug. I rolled a d20 before I started and got a nat 1. That's Ooh. my luck for today. Yeah, uh-huh. that's how this session's gonna go. And uh, our ever-illustrious uh, Fire Lord, Shania. Chugga chugga. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. The world will forever wonder what my beautiful, beautiful train noises sound like. Chugga chugga, and I cannot express this enough. Choo choo. Riding on the techno train. So, we're going to start off where we left off. On the jail car of the Concordant Express. You guys were sent here by your golden vault uh, to uh, portray the roles of some creatures that have died and gone to the afterlife train, which escorts souls to their great beyond. Um, You have gotten through a couple of different cars and are right now leaving the jail car of which you met a stranger as well as Omid, the Deva. Um, You're going into the next car, uh, which I need someone to roll me a, a D10. One of you. You guys talk. You guys talk about it. Also, would you guys mind just describing and reintroducing your characters for the like nice little folks at home? So I rolled a 10, and my character is Detroit Rock City, and she is a half-goblin, half-tiefling, little three-foot menace. <laughs> uh, I am Robin Munch. Uh, she is a half-rogue, half-bard cat burglar. That is a tabaxi, um, and she is very sneaky. Snakes. My character is named Aminon. I am a uh, half or a level eight bard, a level one warlock, uh, hexblade warlock specifically. Um, And I'm a real sad boy. and I'm a tiefling. Did I ever say tiefling? No. Pretty tall, pretty purple, little bit of orange, you know, stuff like that. Horny. I mean, with horns on my head. <laughs> horns. Uh, <laughs> I have a cool bone sword. Are they trumpets? Are they trumpets? Yeah, you said you had horns on your head. No, no, no. They're just, they're just, uh, they're trombones, actually. Ah. Actually, I think I think they're probably more excuse me, shaped like the French horn than uh, than a trumpet or than a uh, uh, 
the trombone. Trombone. Yeah. You do have like four horns, two going up, two going like ram horns. Right, right. So that's why I was like, yeah, it's definitely a French horn. Ram horns. I'm playing Aneath. Aneath is a satyr. Hair covering the eyes, dark brown, very fuzzy, but you can't really see their eyes under the hair. They're, they're dressed as a clown, um, as a hand of the Witchlight Carnival. They are teal and purple and dark green, very, very fey colored. Um, and they look at you and they go, ew. So, Corey, you rolled the, the D10, right? Correct, and I got a 10. All right, well, you guys enter this room, and as the train chugs along, you go from the jail car into this new, small, rectangular room uh, on the train. Uh, In the center of this almost completely empty room, there is a large podium with a huge red button on it. On the far wall, there's a locked door with a timer above it. There are no conventional or magical means to open the door. Immediately on entering the room, all of you are in there, the door behind you locks and it disappears. The timer above it displays 60 seconds and begins to count down. Um, You notice that from the podium, some of the, like it it starts to uh, open up and reveal a couple of like holes, almost like like a webbing, uh, and a bunch of bats start to fly out of it, and I need everyone to roll initiative. 11. 18. 18. I got a 10. I hate it here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have a plus 4 to initiative. 22. I was going to say mine was a 13 plus 5. All right. Well, then our initiative score looks like this. Aneath, Detroit Rock City. Robin Munch, Amanon. Aneath, you're going to go ahead and go first. You see a bunch of bats flying towards you guys. And uh, if you're looking at your map, you you guys are in a car that is relatively like this one, the cargo car. But the only difference is that there is a big podium right in the middle of it. And that is where the bats are coming from. They are coming your direction. They're coming from the podium? They're coming from the podium. The podium opened up like it has like big sections in it. And then they're flying out from uh, inside the podium towards you. Interesting. Um, let's see. Um, how many are there? If you would like to see how many bats there are, you can use a bonus action to roll uh, a perception check. Okay. I'll do that real fast. Oh, that's another 18. Okay. Plus... That perception check is going to tell the 18 is high enough. Okay. Plus eight. Either way. There are 19 bats. Okay, cool. Got it. A lot of bats. Um, let's see. What can I do? I don't know my spell as well enough. That as well. You are welcome to look at your spells. Um, I'm probably just going to cast Vicious Mockery and see if I can just knock a couple of these guys down. 
Okay. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, clicking on things. Oh no, it is well. Okay, so um, vicious mockery is only one target, correct? Yeah. Yeah, you unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you see within range. So then, yes, one creature, and if it can hear you, uh, I'll go ahead and make the wisdom saving throw for it. Okay, cool. It has a plus one to these, and it got a seven. So eight does not succeed against your spellcasting modifier, I'm assuming. Yeah, my save DC is, or at least my save DC is 20, but the attack save is 15 wisdom. Dale does not say, so then yes, they will take that damage. Uh, okay, the one, cool. one before, and don't forget to add your spell attack like we talked earlier. Yeah, so they're going to take 16 damage. So so you kill 16 of the bats. Oh, okay. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. So, so yeah. each of the bat has one HP. Yes. Yeah, I, I look at these bats and I just go... God, where did you guys come from? I hate you. And we all Tis well. Uh, whenever you knock all of them out, they do fall to the ground on the train. They are not dead, but they are completely unconscious. Okay, good enough. As long as you, they're not flapping around and being annoying. There are still three of them. I don't know if there's necessarily anything I can do because I already did my perception check. So yeah, my turn's over. Okay, well then the last three are going to fly over to you guys, um, and I need the rest of the other three of you to make uh, dexterity saving throws. Everyone but Anith. 21. Save. 18. Save. Uh, 17. Save. They all land oh. on their shoulders. Your you first. I got a 22, actually. I, I added the wrong thing, but it didn't matter. Sorry. Tis well. Save. Uh, they all land on each of your necks and attempt a bite on your neck, uh, but you manage to fight them off before they have a chance to try to turn you into vampires. So then I'm going to give you each a chance to roll a d4 for a reflex. If If you all get ones, nothing happens. But if anyone gets more than a one, then the rest of the bats will be destroyed. Three. Oh, tis well. I got a you one. Guys, you guys all bat the bats off of you. There are no more bats in this cargo car, but the timer is still counting down. 22, 21, 20. There is no time to waste. I dash over to the button to hit it. It goes back to 60. Is it counting down again? It is. And again, more this bats is, materialize. This is most peculiar. Have we tried like opening have... the other door yet? 12 more bats come out of the podium. It is Detroit Rock City's turn. So uh, it's is this train car dark? Uh is, is it dark because obviously there's bats, so there has to be... It is actually completely blacked out and dark. Yes. Okay. Then I would like to cast Dancing Lights. Okay, you cast Dancing Lights, and all of the light around you seems to illuminate kind of like a red velvet room with some blood, uh, like carts on the walls. It's got like some, some beakers of blood, um, as well as... Uh, 
some hangers to where bats can hang upside down in here. Uh, it looks like this is a cargo car made for storing and transporting vampires. Um, however, you guys are currently stuck inside of it as the counter goes 45, 44, 43, and there are 12 bats currently attacking you, many more bats unconscious on the ground. And as a closer look, you notice that the bats that you have knocked unconscious all have cute little collars and ties on. Oh, they have kind eyes. They're, they're closed because you knocked them out. Okay. Because I would feel bad for hitting them. They have eyes like the little cat dog things behind you on your background. That's the eyes that those bats have. Oh, my little autism creature. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Why does the term autism creature sound so like I'm not um, not saying that's what they look like. <laughs> like it, it feels um personal? Uh Lovecraftian. Like the term autism creature feels <laughs> Lovecraftian. It feels eldritch. <laughs> that's the word I was trying to say. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. In his defense, he's just a little guy. <laughs> it's me Your personally. Honor. All right, Detroit, what are we thinking? Uh, I, I, there has to be some kind of puzzle to this. Um, I, uh, if the lights aren't going to do anything to the bats and the timer's still going, we can keep resetting the timer, but it's going to keep spawning more bats is my train of process. <laughs> um, nice. Very, very nice. That's a, that's as far as I've basically gotten right now. Uh, All right, only ten is, seconds are going to have gone by by the end of your turn, so you got. Am I able to press the button again? Yeah, you press the button again. It goes back to sixty, and twenty more bats come out. End turn. All right, Robin Mooch, what would you like to do? You said the bats are coming out of a hole? They're coming out of the podium. They're coming out of the podium. They're um, spawning out of the podium. We can't, like, with the, the fairy fire, can we see anything in the podium or anything like that? Um, No, there's not anything inside of the podium except for, like, a black, dark abyss. Okay. Well, I'm just going to try casting Shatter on the podium. Shatter, yeah. So, all right, the, go ahead and cast them. Um, the creatures within take uh 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Um, so they just have to make a constitution save of 17. And um, any non magical objects in that area will also take that damage that I roll. So, all right, natural one. So, double your damage. Uh, do you want me to double it by, like, literally just rolling three and then multiplying by two, or roll th uh, six? Yeah, roll three, multiply by two. Okay. Or no, yeah, roll six. That's way more fun. I'm just going to roll these three again. So that's two seventh and an eight on my first three. Tis well. Uh. And a seven, a four, and a one. So three sevens is 21. Um, eight and the two are 10. So that's 32. 32. 
All right. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's all of them. Um, and then uh, the podium, if that is not magical, also takes 32. The podium is magical. Cool. Good to know. All right. I'm on. on. There are no bats, but the timer is now at 20, 19, 18. What if there's not a puzzle? I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to stand here and watch the timer. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The door opens. Of course it would. Cool. How have we not caught on that the puzzle is there's no puzzle? The next thing Anita's going to do is just try and open the door. Yeah, it opens right up. <laughs> Sometimes brute force is not the answer. I just drag my Anith heels to the next car. Anith takes this moment to look at the bats on the floor, realizes that they have little collars on and kind eyes, and literally like takes back the words that they said. <laughs> I am so sorry. Wait, I didn't mean it. I don't hate you. You're not yucky. You're not, I don't hate you. Look at their little collars. And like, I think he's going to try and stick one in his pocket. Okay, cute. We should homebrew unvicious mockery as a spell. <laughs> True. <laughs> Vicious compliment. <laughs> it's, technically, I have bardic inspiration as well. So it could go either way. I'm adding a bat to my inventory. Is that okay? <laughs> tis, yeah, tis well. <laughs> What's its name? Does it have a name on the collar? I'm naming it after the Palm Pal that I just got. Her name is Silvery Barbs. I'm also going to name this one Silvery Barbs. Nice. All right. So, so the next car that you guys get to is the aquarium car. You well, hear... I guess Glitch wasn't lying about the aquarium car. This car is filled with clear water that isn't displaced when the door opens. The car's interior space is a large aquarium, complete with a coral reef and algae-coated ruins. Tiny fish dart through the ruins and circle an alabaster statue carved in the likeness of an angel clutching a decanter. Nearby, fish scatter at the sight of you. Do we need water breathing? Nope. Cool. Robin hesitates to walk into the door as she is not a fan of water. Cute. So there's no way that I am entering this room. Get in, get in. And I'm going to shovel. And hand me your... <laughs> you hear a vaguely uh, Super Mario Brothers-esque uh, <laughs> water theme song. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> Um, you do see the statue is holding uh, a decanter, and whenever you get close to it, it looks really close. It like looks at you, and then <clears throat> whoever's the closest, it changes its direction to look at them. That's not terrifying. Angels, anyone? <laughs> Angels take the aquarium. 
Is that other door open? It's not locked. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll walk over to the door then. Yeah, is there anything in this room I can take? Uh, oh, you should take that decanter, actually. The decanter looks really nice. Don't take I just, it. I just Do want not to be swimming it. around trying I'd to I'd like to take fish. the decanter. No! <laughs> you take the decanter. And then book it for the door. <laughs> okay. That's mine! I was going to take that! Find us, keep us. You I'm still just swimming suck. around. I think um, I'm I'm at the door. Like I'm already through the door. I'm just holding it open, waiting for them. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, add a decanter of endless water to your inventory. Oh no! Does all the water go away? You and got an the, infinite water bucket. As all of the water in the room gets sucked into the decanter. Oh, not the fish! I just <laughs> fall flat on my face. Go like floppy, floppy style. I'd like to pick up oh. a fish and eat it. Okay, it's gross. <gasps> ah, that was not good. That was very bad. All right, you guys going into the next car? Yes, yeah, tis well. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys go into the next car. Uh, you see stained glass windows decorate the wall of this car, while its floors are adorned with exquisitely patterned rugs. Several columns support a vaulted mosaic ceiling. Kneeling before an altar is a serene priest in sunny robes. Uh, this must be the Catholicism car. Why are you speaking in runes? I'm not. This is German. I was talking about the priest. Oh. Oh. Hello. Uh... You are, uh, you are here. Yeah, yeah, we are just popping in, uh, popping in, as you say, haha. <laughs> yes, uh, we are on our way out. You can go back to, uh, chanting, it's okay. I see. Uh, what brings you to my church? Well, he's <laughs> passing through. What is, seek... what is your church about? Do you seek your Lord? This is the place where you can reach them once you've entered into the eternal beyond friend i have no god if you wish to see your god once you've perished this is the place to see them there is no such thing as god so i'm going to go is tis god well. the conductor of the train tis well friend go with god or without it's like a trap. you're an interesting one what connor did you like that? this, this whole god train reference? feels like a trap it is. We're in hell. It's a trap! Well, if you wish to reach your god, then uh, this is the place to do it. But uh, I've also... Give me an insight check. One of you. I have a plus four to insight. I guess I'm doing it. 17. Better than mine. Connor did it. Nope. Detroit Rock City did it. Someone did it. Uh, in this room, there are two books up on his podium. One is Gods of the Multiverses, and one is titled Syndicate of Terror, Extortion, Assassination, and Larceny. Simply put, Steel. <laughs> Those look like some fine books you're reading. Care to share? Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, yes, of course. Uh, 
sure, come over here. And he gets do down not, on his knees. Do not go over there. <laughs> he gets down on his knees and starts to pray with the gods of the multiverse book open. I just like kind of like pop my head over the book to just try to see what he's reading. You must get down and pray with me. Come here, my child. Don't you want to be saved? Can I do an insight check? Absolutely. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I got a five. <laughs> Can I also do an insight check? You may. Awesome. Where's my D20? I shouldn't be allowing you both to do this, but you may. <laughs> Especially when I'm doing okay, this. I, got, I really <laughs> want to know what this guy's deal is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go for it. Hold on with my insight. My insight is plus six. I got a 21. Nice. What is wrong with this man? Why is this dude weird? Um, he seems like a herald from the great beyond. He doesn't seem like he's trying to imprison you. He seems like he's trying to make sure you're going to the right place. Um, but there is something he's hiding, something very huge that he's hiding. I'm going to get down and pray with him then. Yes, of course, my daughter. It is, it is good that you finally come to terms with trying to find your God. Now tell me, which multiverse do you come from and which God do you seek? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Tis well, my daughter. Let's see. I, I don't what, know. Do you remember where you come from? Several stages. Whether it be wooden, metal, plastic. I, I do. I do some barrels sometimes. You are a collection of many things, and you are an artificer, one who finds things, collects them, puts them together, and figures them out. A tinkerer of sorts. Nah. I just stick to the basics. I got my guitar back at home, I guess. But that's all I have. That's all I own. I'm not I really see. materialistic. I see. So then we will not reach out to the ancient god Kling Klang of the Eberron dynasties. Perhaps someone more chaotic is in your nature. Do you have anything with fire and explosions? Ah, uh, yes, of course. There is Rocky, the god of fire and explosions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sounds cool. Yeah. Can you tell me more about him? So he's got these two things that he's the god of. Um, and he actually... It, can I gets, guess? Well, oh, yeah, sure. Is it fire and explosions? You got it right on the nose there, fella. <laughs> A um, couple things about Rocky. He doesn't know how to spell, so he's technically the god of fire and explosions. He also uh, is... He gets picked on a lot at the Council of the Gods because he's a fire deity, and his name is Rocky. This is taking way too long. If there's something you would like to tell us, just tell us. I am not going to sit here and hear you ramble on. I was actually about to mention what the rest of you were seeing. As soon as he starts to pray deeply, the rest of you watch the priest slowly turn into a big gray sladi, which is like a frog-like creature. It's like a weird gray <laughs> death creature. I'm actually going to pull one up so you guys don't have to bother Googling the shit. Um, uh, they are very spooky, they're like 
lizards with like webbed wings underneath. They've got long claws and webbed hands, spikes on tops of their heads, claws, teeth. But uh, those of you who are watching this take place notice uh, a couple of, you notice you start to go distortion and, and I need the, or your vision starts to blur and I need you each to make wisdom saving throws say uh except for um uh detroit rock city obviously um as your vision starts to go blurry and this creature turns into this gray slotty and starts to uh yeah it looks like that instead i got a 19 wisdom saving throw save 14 fail Ooh. i got a 10 uh, okay, so the two of you reach out to start walking towards Detroit Rock City and freeze, and Amanon keeps walking, and this slotty looks up at you and is going to say, um, Masterpiece in Romeo, Stygian Gambit, Quentin Toggle Pocket, Golden Vault. I'm listening. Golden Vault. That that's the one that you recognize. Golden Vault. I said I was listening. Hmm. Tis well. Then you need to get to the stranger. You found the stranger. Yes. Then you need to get to the front car. You're a long way from there. Um. Can I eat your friend? No. Why not? He's already dead. She's already dead. Sorry. I'm a little transphobic. <laughs> no. I would kindly direct you to send us to the train car. Hmm. What's it to you? And I, uh, it, it, it's the, it's a long sword of summon. It's like a summoning hex blade, right? Like I yes. summon it. Uh, yes. So I just summon, not in my hand, just like to my side. Um, I just summon it. Well, he goes, whoa, whoa, you have a weapon. You have a weapon. Okay. Okay, cool. We're getting somewhere. Um, I can scry. Kindly direct us to the, the front of the train, please. Well, first let me see if there's actually someone up there. And then he's, he does a little weird thing with his claws and he creates like a little weird spindle web out of some silk he had in his pocket. And then you can see in that little web, you see a little portal with a little mirror shape on it. And you can see uh, who is conducting the car or who is conducting the front car, I'll say, which is the engine car. Um, you see a couple of monodrones and a shield guardian nice. driving the train. The shield guardian has a cute little conductor's hat and apron on. And you see him look at the mono drones and he goes, uh, um, don't forget to hold that coal away. And then the mono drones go, Yes, all day, all day. <clears throat> and then they sing back and forth. It's it's a cute little thing. Whatever passes the time, right? And then the slotty goes, that's who you want. Okay, can I uh, take my friends and 
continue on. As well. Goodbye. Farewell. Farewell. Um, that this was the car that you guys were in, the temple car. And you guys get to the next car. And I, I de-summon, I guess, my weapon. I don't know if that's how it works, but I don't want it on. Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> before you go, uh, the slotty is going to put, push a couple of chests up. Uh, one of these contains treasures. One of them, tricks. Am I still unable to move or talk? No, you guys can. Uh, well, uh, yeah, he snaps his fingers. You guys can move and talk now. Okay. Uh, tell us which one has the treasure, and I will spare your life. Oh, man, I wanted to learn more about the explosions. He disappears. Can I take the books? They are also not there anymore. Dang. <laughs> are the treasure chests gone, too, or are those still there? No, they are still there. Both of them. I didn't Anise even get opens to roll. whichever one is on the left. I was gonna say, let's do a perception check. Nope. And Neith opens the one on the left. Okay, I'm Neith, glad that picked up. You find a mechanism that looks like a bow and arrow. It's a bow and arrow, <clears throat> a quiver of a couple of arrows, as well as a bow. But the way it's laid in there is a little weird. Make a dexterity saving throw, actually, as it starts to fire at you. Oh no! Cool. Okay. Trick or treat, right? I'm using my really tiny dice. I couldn't tell if it was a 13 or a 16. It's a 16. But you said it was a dexterity saving throw? Sure is. I have a plus six to dexterity. I'm getting, I, I rolled a, that nat one at the beginning, but now I'm getting all good rolls today. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> you, got it out, you got it out of your system. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, 16 plus six. Hell yeah. 22? Yeah, that's going to save. Cool. Um, okay, well, yeah, that saves. Um, Can I take it out of there by any chance so that it stops firing? Uh, yeah, so so what this is going to do is you're going to dodge out of the way of the, the mechanism from firing at you, but it's still going to fire, um, and then you can attempt to disable it. I just need a slide of hand check. Okay, okay, it's a 10. With a plus, 10. Oh, plus 10, because I also have a plus 10 to slide of hand. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's gonna disable it. Uh, and you can add a short bow and a quiver of twenty arrows to your inventory if you want. A short bow plus twenty arrows. Yeah. So you said. Cool. There are also two short swords in here. So I don't necessarily know if Anith is an arrow, like bow and arrow person. I'm willing to give these away. I'll take the bow and arrow. Okay. You can have the bow and arrow. I'll take the short sword. There's two of them. Oh, I'll take both the short swords. Because can you have two at a time? Like, can you hold two short swords? May. Cool. I'm trying to see what I, I don't think I don't have any weapons in my inventory, correct? Because you uh, shouldn't have much in your inventory. Okay. The only things I have in my inventory are the things that I got while I was on the train. Right. Okay. So yeah, I now have two short swords. Who was opening the other chest? I will. All right. You open it up and you find a mace of disruption. A mace of disruption? Yes. Why can't I find a bow? 
Sure. Yep, I just I just found it. Okay. As well as a plus two weapon of your choice. Ooh, I like it. How do I? How do I look through? Uh, when you're on your inventory, it says manage inventory. Yeah, but is there a way that I can search just plus two weapons? Yeah, if you just do magic uh, in the, what is it, the proficient common magical container. If you just click magical, I believe it should come up with magical weapons, which plus two weapons are a part of. Ah. But you'll have to scroll down pretty far because they're at the Oh, you could type, you could click weapons as well in the, uh, so if you type in weapon, or click weapon and magical then it'll you'll get to plus one and plus two pretty quickly is there anything else in the room um in this very room uh no it's just those chests and then you guys are sent up on your way yeah you opened about a chest right yeah mm -hmm. yep. so i'm ready to go to the next car mm -hmm. all right so the next car up happens to be the engine car uh would it be a perception or a history check to try to figure out the song that they're humming to it would be a history check but you can add your charisma modifier instead uh, uh 19 plus one you remember the song as well enough and you start playing it on your in respective instruments and the rest of you can pick up the notes to play along to it actually if you want to yeah mm -hmm. sure all right uh give me a collective performance check i have a plus 13 to that so i bet i got a 20 i got a 17 i got a 12 she had to roll low once folks i got a four mm -hmm. you got a four 14. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, collectively, that's going to be way good enough. And you know how, like, you start playing with someone and then it tapers off at the end and then you just kind of like share that look. And it's like, hey, that was really cool. The shield guardian looks at you guys and is like, hey, that was really cool. You guys are very good bards, like some of the best bards I've ever seen. I haven't jammed out with a bard like this since I was hanging out with a stranger, and we were talking about the real names of some of my favorite demons and devils. Oh, how did that song go? I think it was something like, Oh, there were the devils, and also the demons, and I was with the stranger, and he said, Hey, did you remember those names of those demons? And he said, yeah, Carnyros's true name is a series of guttural growls and grimaces followed by the sound of a popping balloon. It's like, Ertok's true name is Arlothgothuka. Yeah, once more, in case in the future I'm singing this and someone needs to spell it, it's Arlothgothuka. Uh, Hexalante's true name is a local rhythmic chant accompanied by a series of hand gestures, dance moves, and drum rolls. So it's like, it's like a rain dance. 
And that is the song that the stranger and I used to sing. That is the beautiful song I've ever heard. Thank you very much. Would you mind singing that last two lines for me again? I just <laughs> want to I want to remember that feeling. Just that one more time. is the song that the stranger and I used to sing. Ah, this is marvelous. Do could you sing with us? We perform the whole song again and we accompany you. Yeah, and he does, and you do, and it's a jamboree. <laughs> and and it's amazing. And and now you guys have all of the names of the demons. You have finished your quest, but also you have the option to free your dad or let him rot. Daddy? Wait, when did we find out he was our dad? The shield guardian says, what? I mean, uh, well, I mean, you know, like, you you knew the song and, and you're, you're all bards. You're all half half human. I just kind of figured you. I guess we really never put two and two together. Well, you know, it's like. Is that why he was asking me who my mom was? Oh, he asked you who your mom was. That's that's like right on the nose. That was like the last thing he said to me before we left the jail car. Oh, shoot. Like that's that's the last thing that he said to you on the last episode of TGB one shots. Um, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he starts to laugh this like weird metallic shield guardian laugh and the rest of the bards laugh and they have a jolly good little laugh moment about it. But then you start to notice that you're, they're not the ones laughing anymore. It is your dragons around the council of dragons table. You're laughing over this and Tiamat looks at all of you guys and says, <laughs> well, 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 I have to say that this went very well. You see, Bahamut, sometimes evil needs to be set free in these worlds. That's how we have our balance. So, speaking of balance, it's time we add more gods to the mix. We're going to add so many different gods, so many different pantheons, and it's going to be such a good time. But as far as our adventuring dragons go, your next quest will be given to you by one of the lesser gods. You'll meet him shortly. Because he will be portrayed by Matthew Hawks. Thank you for listening to another great episode of the Garlic Boys One-Shots. Let me actually pull this up so I don't forget to say tune in next time to see everybody die. And as always, remember to stay garlicky. Stay garlicky.
Pete, I thought we were filming our after show show. No, <laughs> this is the main show still. <laughs> well, let's call that the after show show. Photos actually.